coming up on the Melon Cafe. What the entertainment industry taught me is that being a creative says a lot, means a lot. A creative person uses what they have. Put two and two, six and six, seven, seven, whatever together to make it happen. For an example, they don't wait to get with other creators to foster ideas. You have to already be a feel with ideas. And then when you get with somebody else, you share it and you you guys create something even bigger than what you would normally do if you was working by yourself. So like um, Chloe and her sister. Um, the ones that when the, the, the two sisters that we see them now as doing their own thing individually. Well, they became known by just singing. They used what they had, YouTube. It just was just singing. Beyonce saw it, bada bing, bada boom. That was literally their audition tape. Do you hear me? They didn't know it, but they were basically auditioning and they made it public for the world to see. Now look at these women now. Welcome to the Melon Cafe, where we amplify and diversify news, entertainment, lifestyle, wellness, and what's trending in the world. Here is your host, Veronica Chanel. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. If you hear like a little bit of slight noise in the background, the um, my Palmer and a Lorrainian, better known as Pomeranian, is nearby. Um, he doesn't like it when the doors are closed too much. So he came in to see what the hell going on. <laughs> Welcome back to the Melon Cafe podcast. I am Veronica Chanel. If you haven't figured that out already. This episode, I took a while to actually record it because I had to, I actually took notes this time. I had to gather my thoughts together to make sure I stay on track and to get this information out in an adequate amount of time. So I want to talk about the entertainment industry, whether you're R&B, pop, hip hop, rap, gospel, or CCM or country <laughs> all them other industries Latin America all them, all those segments within the entertainment industry I feel what I'm getting ready to talk about applies to everything and another thing too sometimes we think we're under the perception that uh, the gospel industry may be better or different from the hip-hop and R&B or the other industries. Um, The gospel industry is different as far as what they wear, what they sing about, how they dance, how they perform. They don't do a whole lot of shaking. There's not a whole lot of seeing skin. Um, Not nothing like that. But when it comes down to business, 
And when it comes down to people being slick, that's every industry. That's every segment. It doesn't matter what you're singing. It's not supposed to be that way because the gospel industry or the CCM, we see it as, you know, it's church, church folk. The first thing we say is church folk not supposed to be acting like that. Church folk not supposed to be talking like that. Church folk not supposed to be dressing or wearing that. And when the reason why people say that because they know who we who we representing, and it's more of who we are striving to become. Who more of that? More of it depends on the person. Depends on the person's mentality, their heart, and their spirit. And depends on their lifestyle. Just because they're in the gospel industry, shouldn't be under the perception that, oh, they're saved in the Lord or sanctified or filled with the Holy Ghost. That's not always the case. Um, and the gospel industry is still business. It's still contracts. And you're still going to have folk that will try to play you. Um, whether you are an independent artist or signed to a record label, I believe what I'm getting ready to say will help you think and rethink and think some more. This is what the entertainment industry had taught me once I got into it. I haven't been in the entertainment industry, like actually working and dealing with the folk from the industries, whether from independent artists to those who are assigned to record labels. The Lord has allowed me in a short period of time to even get to know some heavyweight producers. I ain't dropping no names. Um, there's always good that you that, that I kind of like. When that opportunity comes and I want to record a song, at least I know who I can call on, possibly. And just that when you get a, a producer who's been Grammy nominated, who's been working with all these folk, They're going to charge you differently versus someone who's just starting out. So it's been a blessing to meet certain people that I have been watching on us doing Super Bowl halftime interviews, um, watching them dance. Like there are some dancers that have been with these heavyweight artists for a long time. Never in my wildest dreams never I mean God didn't even show it to me sometimes God doesn't show us every little thing now but he let us know what he want us to know I would never have thought I would ever be on a chatty communication level with some of these people I would have never thought and one thing I don't do and and you will hear some folk in the entertainment industry they say is it's not good to start dropping names of who you work with and who you know they just like you know see my work or look at the credits or i mean if you go to their instagram something like that they you people used to do that they don't do it like like that anymore so i don't drop names because i find out more about people when they think i don't know nobody or I don't know if any of you have experienced that when they think you don't know nobody, or you ain't got nothing going on, or you on a lower lower end, or you ain't you may know them but you ain't all that close. <laughs> they will show you their hind part, won't they? So you kind of like that's why I just don't do that. 
I'm just, I'm not a billboard. I just don't do that. Um, but I want to talk about what it has taught me so far. I, went to the, I have the privilege and the honor to go to the Dove Awards. And here's, here we are in the CCM Terror Annulatory, along with some, some little bit, some, some gospel within. Some gospel, some contemporary gospel within. But Dove Awards, someone told me, is a totally different crowd. I looked out in the audience. I see what they're talking about. <laughs> I see what they're talking about. It's not like the Stellars, okay? But still, when I went there, I got some revelations. Revelations. You will learn if you're new to my podcast, new to me. I have a way of saying words. I say things intentionally. So instead of saying a revelation, or I came back with, with lesson learned, I'll say revelations. Because I got so much within that short period of time. Now, I drove from North Carolina to Nashville, Tennessee. So I went through some heavyweight mountains. At, at, so at one point, I felt like we went through Bowser Castle. Let me remind you, for those who don't know who Bowser is, he's from the Nintendo era. Who knows, like, Super Mario or Mario Kart? I felt like we just drove back. I was so, so frightened. I saw a sign that said falling rocks because we went through the mountains. And I said, if that little rock chip and hit my windshield <laughs> or hit the other car in front, and I'm just like, oh, my God. And it's like actually sticking out by the daggone road. But it was such a sight to see. I, I would recommend during the fall season, I would tell any and everybody, take a trip to the mountains go to Asheville if you don't want to go all the way to Tennessee that's a ride man that's a ride that's a drive go to Asheville and visit the Biltmore Estates which I have and I am so ready to go back and I am so ready to go to the winery I didn't get a chance to go to the winery it's a place where you go taste a whole bunch of different wines and get on the house then this was before COVID Okay, before the, before, the, before the pandemic when we went. Then there's a tour bus that takes you around Asheville. Didn't get a chance to do that either because the Biltmore, we went to the Biltmore house. It was a tour. That's like an all-day event, okay? It's, it's huge. It's lovely. But I, I wish I had extended my stay so I could have been there longer to actually see Asheville. But can always go back. So the first thing I want to talk about, I want to mention, these are my tips, my points. You can jot it down. You can just or hit replay. And if you like what I say, you can share this episode out in the social media land area. Um, what the entertainment industry taught me. Jesus. Number one, number one, it taught me to listen and watch while you are unknown. Everybody wants to be known, famous, Grammy nominated, um, Stella Award this, Soul Train Award, um, American Music Award that. Um, we wanna make history in the music industry, right? Whether you're a producer or artist. While you're you're going through that journey, on your way getting to the top, 
listen and watch while you are considered to be unknown. People like basically they don't really the world don't really know you know you yet. It's good because before the spotlight is on you and before you are on the main stage, before you are in front and centered in front of everybody, basically, be humble, be willing to learn, be willing to listen, be willing to take notes and learn how everything flows. This will show you how the people are. It will let you know who's who around you, as I just stated. This why a lot of time I don't say, oh, I do this, oh, I do that. I don't go around telling people that. I mean, well, you don't want to do that. You don't want to tell people, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. No, 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 no. Just be quiet, be humble, be you, and be like, okay, I'm learning you, and I'm learning how this whole ship flows. Ship like a boat. I don't want nobody to think I cuss. Ooh. Number two, be willing to be quiet in meetings. Be willing to be quiet in meetings. For those of you who do not know, I work along with, um, I assist uh, a, a record label executive from Ty Scott Records. Ty Scott Records is a gospel record label who's been in business for 46 or 47 years long before I was even thought of. I mean, long before I was thought of, Ty Scott Record was birthed. And the chairman, the CEO, so I'm the one that controls his social media accounts. Okay, that's one thing. But I'm also been blessed to be in their meetings. So when I'm in the meetings, I'm quiet. I'm listening and I'm taking on what, you know, I'm learning. I'm learning them. And I'm learning about what he needs, but what type of content um, uh, we're needing to put out. How can we get him more out there? He's already known, but how can we get him more out there as an artist? I don't walk up in the executives, record label execs meetings and act all just start talking, talking, talking. I don't do that. I'm not quiet because I'm a woman. Just because I'm a woman no means I'm less than. Excuse you. I'm the type that will correct you real quick. No, I'm not less than. Nothing, none of that. I'm here. I, before I go into the means, I rebuke and I bind the devil up. And I also bind up. Um, it's, it's Christian. It's church stuff, y'all. I also rebuke and ask God to those who would love to see this partnership in between me and them. You'd be surprised how how folk is jealous, how folk would rather have you away from that and to yourself with nothing. This is why I mean when you are in the beginning, if you're especially if you're an independent artist, you're like, you're not known, right? Be humble, be quiet. When the Lord allows you to get a, a seat at the table, a, a, a spot in the meetings with the executive of record labels. Whether it's Ty Scott, whether it's RCA Inspiration, whether it's Sony or Motown, it doesn't matter. They all know each other, by the way. Don't think they don't. <laughs> labels, no labels, execs, no execs. Um, sometimes, some pe- sometimes people are not humble in meetings. If you're in a meeting 
you sh- you are no longer fighting for a seat at the table. You're at the table, right? All you need to do is to listen. This is your classroom. You're not... You're not- So being quiet in meetings will help you to develop wisdom on how to conduct yourself at major events. For example, I was new at the Devil Wars this year. I'm not going to just run up on where the Devil Wars is being held at and run to the red carpet, bypass this, bypass that. I don't know how they flow, how they do. Likewise, if I'm going to the Grammys, I'm not going to just going to run up on the Grammys and buck wild and do this and do that and just have my mouth wide open I'm going to stand back and look, I'm going to watch and I'm going to observe this is my first time then, you know, the next time, anytime after that I will feel more comfortable and as soon as I get there, I have my itinerary and everything laid out number three do not fight for attention or play dirty to get ahead the entertainment industry is huge, right? But guess what? When you play dirty, it shrinks to the size of a mustard seed. If you cut up like a fool and want to play dirty, you can do it. Just do it with, with one person and that one person be the right person. You will be surprised how everyone will know what you did and how you try to be slick. Then they're going to have one eye open with you. People learn real fast in the entertainment industry real quick. Because I'm telling you, you'd be surprised who knows who. Like, for example, you think one gospel label and don't know the other gospel exec label? Huh. I believe they do. Or same thing with hip-hop and the, um, and the R&B industry. You'd be surprised who knows who could they be at them parties and anything on and after parties, anything else that could be going on. So being nice, nasty, or being sick, slick. I think sick and slick, the same thing. (laughs) Do not help you to get ahead faster. It just exposes how you are as a person. And then people is not going to be wanting to work with you at all. And that's not good. Especially if you're an artist or if you're a producer and and everybody know you, you slick. I don't know. I don't know, chair. I don't know how you're going to get some mush here if nobody don't want to work with you. Number four, do not allow people to hurt you to the point that you will walk away from the seat at the table unless God tells you to get up from the table and go. There are times people will do um, things, how can I say, intentionally. They'll say negative things. They will do things out of pure spite. And everybody knows how the entertainment industry can be a lonely journey. I hear some people saying it can be a complete mess. Yeah, it can. But it's how you have to go in the, this industry with a, a certain mindset. You have to be a strong individual. So when people are become jealous of you and they see you this moving up or you becoming more known, you can't let what they say in a spiteful 
um, posts, especially on social media. You know, they will they will cancel you now. We got the cancel culture. They will rig you so quick. We know how the culture, we, we fought the culture, but we know how the, how the culture can be. Especially when it comes to tikka is what I call it, and that Instagram. You know that thing will, will take off in a minute, okay? So you can't let certain things that you see in here to deter you and cause you to take your suitcase, your, your purse, or whatever you got and leave from a place that the Lord has placed you in. The key word, I said the Lord has placed you in unless God tells you it's time to go. And I, I've also made a note, Tate. I made a, a, a note, to this is for myself, about hostile work environments. If you can recall whether you've been through it, I have, or you was a partaker of it, or whatever the case may be. Hostile work environments, a lot of times, from HR is not tolerated because it's placing undue and unnecessary stress upon the person so they won't be they be their best selves, him or her won't be the you know do the best work um and it'll cause frustration it causes distraction it causes an uproar in the group it brings a whole lot of unnecessary things for free you're not getting any benefits there's no retirement from it and there's no no pension plan if they still have pension no stock nothing is coming from it Usually when they, when one person do it or a group does it, they try to get the person out. Have you noticed since the beginning of time that whenever they want to hurt somebody, you, it takes one person and that one person gets the group and they all gang gang up against that person. And it creates this whole environment. And every time they come to work, him or her, you're sitting there. Now God allow you to get the job. He allow you to get the promotion. And then you're coming into this thing around people seven or eight hours a day. This was before the pandemic. So let's think about before the pandemic, before remote work was a thing, before hybrid work was a thing. And you have to be around heifers who don't like you. That is something. That is something. And even not only that, how many ever lived in a neighborhood that was hostile or had hostile neighbors? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's kind of like the adversary or whatever. It will say, oh, you, I know you have to come here. I know you have to be here. And I'm going to pitch my tent in this spot. And I'm just going to apply a whole bunch of stress on you so they can do what? Either break, go off on the job or at home and if you do that on your job you can get fired if you do that at home somebody may get shot stabbed here come the cops a lot of things that can happen or if you're in the entertainment industry you got to be careful you don't want to go off you really don't because i do know that some some people some artists become popular when they go off it seems like but I look at now, Beyonce, me and Beyonce is the same age. So we grew up with the Whitney Houston's, Tony Braxton, and the Michael Jackson, right? Have y'all noticed how Beyonce don't necessarily engage with this back and forth stuff? I wouldn't either. You notice how she don't, how she carry herself? And whenever she gets ready, she posts a picture. She's doing the work. She's just going on with her life. 
You notice how she don't go and do live streams on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok? Pay attention to certain people. Pay attention to certain people. And pay it. That's all I'm saying. And kind of you, you gather what you gonna gather from it. But people have talked about her real bad. But she didn't let them move her out her spot. If God has placed you with this and given you a gift, an ability, you don't you don't let other folk hurt you to the point and get you distracted off of I belong in this place. Before I let you move me, can I say it, off my job, I'm going to HR. I'm going to make sure you get you another job. Something going to happen or I'll see you in HR in court. At home, there's a way to do things. Depending on the situation at home, I can't break that down. It all depends on what's going on because a lot of time at home, it depends on how you're living. People do things and then they hang back. Okay, I'm going to give an example. Entertainment industry. You can look at how Beyonce do. Um, not even Beyonce. You can look at some of those artists that are well-known, but they're not in a whole lot of trouble. Don't look at the ones who stay in trouble, who stay posting stuff on Twitter, going back and forth with somebody. No. Don't, don't, and don't, and please, do not use Kane as an example. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Number five, take God with you. Take God with you. We all need the Lord, whether regardless of what, what music you are singing, what industry you are in, or what industry you are producing, or, is, or whatever the case may be. We need him to help us to tell us who's for us and who's against us. Whether I mean, he's, first of all, if you trust God first, I mean, really mean business for him first, he has the ability and he's always willing to, to, to come. He's like, how can I say it? The more you dive in him, the more you talk to him, engage with the Lord, believe it or not, he engaged back with you. That's his heart's desire. That's what he really wants from all of us. So he's going to look out. For me. It may look like God ain't looking out for me. God ain't doing nothing. God ain't saying, oh, no, 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 no. He, know how, he knows just when and where how to do we need him to show us a good support system Megan Thee Stallion comes to my mind when she was in tears talking about her mom her mom was her backbone her mom was like the her support the Lord took her mom okay and when she said it hit me who can I turn to uh, to tell me that I'm doing good everybody needs that Everybody needs somebody you can really, 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 really trust. How I do, I throw, I throw my all in God because he will never betray me. I'm kind of cautious with people. But the Lord shows me what I can talk to certain people about. He can do the same thing to, for everybody. When you when you get to that that hierarchy in your in your career, when you get to that spot you're trying to get to, is that's not the time to push him to the side and throw him in a box. That's the time you got to reach out to God more because you got more spotlight on you, you got more followers on you. Yeah, you got more money, which means like they said, well, what they when when he was Puff Daddy from the way back, more money, more pride. Now I think he just is he P Diddy Diddy or just 
after a while, he gonna change his name to watch what I say. But he was Puff, he was Sean Combs, with Puff Daddy, and there was a song, I believe, help me out, that he did with Mace. More money, more problems. It, 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 huh? Huh? You gonna need God. Don't put him on layaway. Number six, watch out for people who is coming. This is the part I really want to get into. Before I, y'all don't know it, before I had technical difficulties. Number six, watch out for people who are coming to you just to get into your electronic roller and a Ladex. That roller and a Ladex. <laughs> I remember hearing the old people say that when I was little. I said a roller disc. It was an actual thing on the put on their desk, and they flipped through it. It was the manual days. The wait. Now, now I'm not old, but it was the time. It was manual before Apple. Before, did you know there was a time that there was no iPhone? My God, my God, there was no Facebook. Ooh, some people. So we have it on our phones. Usually, some people know that you know someone. This is what I was saying in the beginning, and they basically want to get close to you because if I get close to you, um, they feel like they'd be a superstar, or they'll learn your operation flow. Or if I get close to you, then I can talk to whoever you work with, and then they'll start getting close to them. If you watch real carefully, they'll drop the one they were trying to get close to from the beginning. And they'll take the one that they know, the persons that was in the electronic roller decks, and they'll run with it. I've, uh, 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 how can I say it? Hashtag bull. I'm going to keep it nice and clean. I'm just going to say bull. That's a bunch of bull, ain't it? This is why, can I tell you something? If you, this is why, if you don't know that person real good, if you feel something or see something, or if you want to be precaution and in the narrative, this is why. This is why some record labels are cautious with signing certain people. This is why sometimes they're funny acting with independent artists. This is why they want to see a, a, a history of you singing already. How's your numbers before us? Because they don't want to roll out the carpet for you and put the money there and you and you full of it. <laughs> they don't want to do it. This is why for me, I roll out a blue carpet. Yes, sir. It's a blue carpet. You don't need it's a blue carpet before before I roll out a red carpet. Because if you act stupid with the blue carpet, folks, I'm not saying that person that I know is blue carpet, but basically you cautious because you're like, I'm not sure how you're gonna do. I'm sensing something from you, or you you just may not know them that well. So you use precautionary measures, right? If you do that with with this this right here, ain't no telling what you do if so they put you with with well or introduce you to them them other ones. This is why I understand why some people in the entertainment industry act the way they act. 
this is why they make certain people sign a um a indie um that form is it i think it's nda where you don't go back and talk and discuss and stuff if you do they can sue you which i'm gonna have some people do too ever since something happened i see the need see see, sometimes i don't do things because i'm like oh there's no need for that but this episode is about what the entertainment industry has taught me no you do need that because you sometimes you also have people on the outside who will try to talk to your artist or producer or try to get record label information and then turn around and use it against them or mess up your character so you do need certain things in place on you know even the gospel industry folk need that so you we really need to be watchful of people who i'm just trying to talk to you right now just so you can up to up a certain point then deuces that's why you got the blue carpet <laughs> number seven that's why you got blue carpet blue carpet treatment is not red carpet treatment okay number seven do you do you don't worry about what other people are doing do you just do you don't expect other people how can I say it I'm trying to put my words... I'm trying to be nice on this episode, this podcast episode. I'm doing this on a Sunday afternoon. Don't expect to be pulling on other people. And don't let other people pull on you. Don't worry about what they're doing. You just get your, your next move together. Just do you. Don't worry about how they... Just, just be about your business. Um, I told one of these, the, she's a well-known dancer. She posted something on her, her Instagram some months ago and I saved it and I had to go back and listen to that audio thing again. And I had, I messaged her. I said, thank you for for this. I had to remind myself. So what I'm saying on this episode is just do you. Don't worry about what this one doing. Don't worry about who got nominated. Don't worry about their song. Don't worry about their music. Don't worry about whatever you, whatever department you work in, because the entertainment industry is huge. I know I'm just talking about singing and producers and record labels, but entertainment industry is is, is so many departments, so many roles in in this. I had no idea how so many people is behind one person, or how you know you never know who that person may be. And everybody don't dress according to their money. Everybody is not going to say, I'm this, this, and this, and that. And you'd be surprised when you look at them, you like, what? <laughs> you'd be surprised. So I would say, do you continue to work on you? What it, and, and don't worry about how slick somebody else is being or how this, I would just stay and I, let me say this stay focused number eight create your own vibe i don't give a flip about other people's vibes and energy instead of watching everyone else flow and watching everybody else's energy create your own space create your own environment that will spark media hello media interest where they will want to interview you 
where they will ask you to come and be a, a guest panel or a guest speaker. Do your own dad gone thing. Everybody be all up in what this group doing, all in what this dude do. I know Beyonce is popular, but there was a time everybody, it was Beyonce who? It's especially with Destiny Child. Oh, okay, there was who? When Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson, everybody else was but long before her, they were like, who? Oh, okay. She, what did she do? She create, she did her own thing. <laughs> she probably watched Michael Jackson because she talked about my. Everybody watched Michael Jackson, uh, and I do. I be listening to the the old school music. People think you think I'm. I have I have like an oldness about me, but them old school music, them old school producers, them old school musicians. And them old school writers, them old school singers, they know what they were doing. If you really tune into that music, that sound, that's it, they were straight talent. It wasn't a whole lot of studio fixer-upper. And I mean, you can learn a lot from them. A lot. Because they didn't have the technology. So they had to drop it like that. They had to bring it. So that's why I, I listen to different types of languages and music. And I and I, I what I would do is bring all that and ball it up in one. But the, but Michael Jackson for me, I see why he danced the way he danced because the music flew through his body. He was the music. He felt it. And you listen to them, they feel what they sing. They're not just talking stupid stuff. <laughs> ah, create your own energy. Everybody felt with Michael I even went back and watched one of his tours from 1980 whatever I was laughing at a certain point now because he was on stage changing clothes usually they go behind the curtain or they lower them down and they have like an intermission where you see a video or their dancers come out while they change it I, the hot dog I don't know where he was he, it was a little bitty white tent on the stage and he went into a tent and chain clothes and sort of came out jumping, singing Thriller. <laughs> I'm like, Michael, ooh, we can see you change clothes, dude. You're like, you own the state. It was the 80s. But it didn't matter. He had millions of people out there. And when he came out, he was ready. He, was, he, he stayed ready. And I noticed that every move he did, every cut, every turn, it wasn't play play. It was him. It was him. So even them, them old school from back in the 80s, even some of that 70s stuff, you listen to them, oh my God. I hate to say it. That's where a lot of the real music is back then. We got good people now, but it's so much stupid talk. I don't know what so we're talking about creating your own body. That's number eight, number nine. Before I lose my, I won't go too long. Take time to get to learn people in the industry, from media, radio promoters, which is what I do. I, I mean, I don't do that. I learn radio promoters, journalists, producers on different levels, artists, all of that. Get time to learn the people. See if these people are a good match for you to work with. Be friends with them first. Uh, 
because they you know people in the entertainment industry, they're not stupid they know why you talk the first thing they're probably thinking they being nice to you but they like okay why are you talking to me for who are you oh you're just trying to use somebody with it don't <laughs> get to know them be friends with them people a lot of times you'd be surprised how people want insider information and you're not even friends with them you ain't even done the work you ain't even close like that but you'd be surprised how they would love that insider information and you know what it's a it's a it's a problem it's a problem when you want that more than friendship it's a problem if you're not authentic, if you're not real. So be careful how you be placing people on a red carpet who should have just stayed on the rug. Oh, I said it, I wrote it down, and I had to make my point. I'm just saying, some some people, some people, because, I mean, some people, some people are very influential. I don't give a flip. Learn the people. These are the people you're going to be future working, possibly going to need to call on for something. These are the people you want to be friends with. I, I'm telling my, uh, you can't be friends with everybody, but there's somebody you can yoke up with. There's somebody you can be friends with. Like you, you, I release a single. I get to choose which radio promoter am I willing to work with? Who, who I want to work with? Who is willing to? push this song for me on the radio okay like that number 10 never belittle someone or treat someone like they are nothing and 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 like they don't have any friends like they don't have any contacts like i was saying the electronic rolodex you never know what that person is planning or you will never know who he or she will become in the future i'm just saying I'm saying some artists, who can I pull on? Jonathan McReynolds. Jonathan McReynolds said that a lot of people said no to him. He said, you guys will be surprised. He is a Grammy Award winning artist, a Grammy Award winning producer now. He sent his information, his stuff to a record labels and a lot of them said no to him. How many artists had labels say no? And one person after a while said, okay, I'll try it. Look at it. I guarantee you those who said no was like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> I know they they sick on their stomach. And I wonder how Jonathan McReynolds, what do what do he say? What did he do when he go to these parties, these award shows, these events, and he see them at the brunch, at the luncheon, on the red carpet. I'm sure he smile. He keeps it moving. I mean, it don't matter now. <laughs> but I know them label execs is sick to them stomach. They're like, I just, we just passed it. Because they make money off of you. Hello. So they know they're just sick to their stomach. I got a bonus. I got a bonus. So make sure you don't belittle somebody. And then you don't want to take a picture with them. All of a sudden, when they hit it, they go, they blow up. Can I get a picture? I'm going to be like, not, no, bye. <laughs> I got a bonus. If someone feels that um, they can do things better without you, like they don't need you, they don't need your services, they don't need your expertise, let them go. Let them go. 
I can say a whole lot about this. This is probably a whole nother podcast episode. Let them go. Because um, say it with me. Have fun now. You need to tell them, have fun now. If they feel they can do it without you. That shows you that they only came for one or two things. Yeah. That's why you you can't put people who should have stayed on the rug. You don't put them on the red carpet. That's why some folk get the blue carpet, not the red carpet. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, look at here now. Look at here now. You tell them, you have fun now. Have fun now. You're going Because that gives you more time to focus on you. It gives you more time to pivot. It gives you more time to do whatever it is you need to do to build you and your brand. Okay? They say, well, that's, that won't it. You know, it's a good thing. That I didn't do X, Y, and Z. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a good thing. So, it's not a loss. So, hopefully what I said in this episode made you think, encourage you. Um, See what you you can take and go. See what you, well, I don't need this. I already know this. I'm sure a lot of the entertainment people already know this, but they need to be reminded. Because because I know when you first go into the entertainment industry and things are going good, doesn't it feel like you're at heaven, like you're on cloud nine? And then wham! If you listen to the artists or the producers, listen to them tell their story. What, what, what we used to have, that thing, that show on VH1, now it's on TV1, or BET, was it Unsung? Everybody got a daggone story of when when everything crashed down on them. So you need to be strong-minded and prepared if and when that happens.